Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a four-six clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifestor journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifestor and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifestor journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifestor. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, my beautiful Manifesto loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I am feeling in a very, very um, unexpected creative urge at the moment. I am on day three of feeling this creative energy cycle, and it's been a long, long time since I have had three days of creative energy in a row. So I am taking full advantage of this, and I'm using my spectacular Define Motorized Throat to record a series of podcast episodes well ahead of where my calendar told me to. Um, this is definitely an area that people ask me about a lot running a business as a manifester. How do we run businesses as a manifester when we have so much more rest than we have create, you know, creative urges? And what do we do when we get really tired? And look, this is a perfect example of it. I, I didn't have recording podcasts slated for this week. I had assumed that I would be in a rest cycle this week. And so my workload for this week is very, very light. However, I felt the creative urge, the physical energy is here, and so I'm utilizing it. I'm utilizing one of my most magnetic qualities, which is my ability to speak. I'm recording a podcast, and I'm filling in a couple of kind of like back-end things, writing a bit of content, adding some extra stuff to my list, fully expecting that at some point this creative urge is going to run out and I am going to go back into a rest cycle, but... It's almost as though in our creative urges in business, we're really serving our future self, right? We're using this energy that's available. We're using this drive that's available to say, I'm going to do this stuff now so that I'm going to feel like I have more permission to rest when I ultimately and inevitably get to my rest cycle. So that's a fun little tidbit. For uh, any manifestors out there who are in business, I just wanted to to like bring that up and bring that to your attention as a little bonus for this episode. Before we dig too far into this episode as well, I also wanted to do a shout out for my brand newest initiation. Is that a word, brand newest? My, my brand new initiation. This is the latest service that I have started offering and it is called the Human Design Audio Readings. I spent months and months and months, about six months, doing human design chart readings, and it was so amazing and so fulfilling and so nurturing, especially to the people whose charts I read. But what I was starting to experience was not only was I getting bored of doing it as a manifester because my bookings were selling out. I, I was booking out 
eight weeks in advance. I continued to put the prices up. It didn't slow anything down. I was getting a wait list full of people who wanted to get readings and doing them one by one was just not aligned with my energy. And over time, I started to get really tired of it. I started to physically really get depleted from doing readings. I also started to experience a lot of anger when I was coming into a reading. And although I was getting like amazing reviews and amazing feedback and it was still selling out, I chose to release that part of my business and look at creating that same experience for other manifestors because I, I was getting a lot of manifestors coming to me to get a manifesto reading. I wanted to really still bring you that because I could identify that you needed it, but I needed to do it in a way that was sustainable for me and also really beneficial for your energy. Thus, the Human Design Audio Readings were born. This service is a service where you can buy the elements that you want or you need regarding your chart. So each area of the Human Design Chart has been broken down into an individual audio reading. If you want to learn about your undefined Ajna, grab that audio reading. If you want to learn about your defined throat, grab that audio reading. If you want to learn about energy cycles or the role of that manifestors play in the collective or the strategy of informing, grab those individual audio files. If you want to learn about your profile, grab that individual audio file. You are grabbing the point. You are picking up what I am putting down. We also have a custom service associated with this where if you don't know how to read your chart, then you just pay for us to do it for you. It's a custom full human design audio chart reading where you submit your birthday details, we run your chart, we interpret it, we send you all of the relevant audio files for you to keep, okay? So everybody should be taken care of with this. That is my goal. I really want to nurture you and I really, really want to bring you this wisdom and this insight into your chart, manifester to manifester, because so much of what I teach is, is outside of the textbook. So much of what I teach is experienced from my journey of being a manifester. And this way, I can bring it to so many people in a way that doesn't exhaust me and doesn't leave me angry, but also lets you make the rules about what you learn and at what pace you learn it. So the link for that is in the show notes right here. You can also grab it just from hitting the link in bio in my Instagram, or you can jump onto my webpage, thehollymarie.com. Any of those options are going to get you to these audio readings and prices start from just 18 US dollars per audio file. So this is super affordable. This is super accessible. I know that this is going to be really, really nurturing for you. And that's the intent that I created it with. Okay, onto the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about understanding other manifestors as a manifester. <laughs> okay. All of those other manifestors that you come across in your life. And I will say that this can, for some people, feel like a completely out of the box thing. For some people, they feel like they don't actually have any other manifestors in their life at all. They've never seen another manifestor. They don't have any friends or family or colleagues or children or anything that are manifestors. Um, and that's not unusual because manifestors only account for approximately 7 to 9% of society. So we are a very, very small portion of society. And as such, there is a chance that you are probably not going to come across too many manifestors in your life. The other aspect to this, however, is that perhaps you do have manifestors in your life, but you're just not noticing them. 
as manifestors. And this is part of what we're going to dig into today. So short of going to everybody that you know and saying, hey, what's your human design? Hey, what's your human design? I want to give you some tips on how you can identify whether somebody is possibly a manifester. And then how do we understand them? right? How, how do we actually connect with manifestors? How do we communicate with them? How do we nurture these relationships? I am uniquely and incredibly blessed to naturally have a lot of manifestors around me. Uh, well before creating this business, I had a lot of manifestors around me. So I have several family members that are manifestors, including one of my parents, one of my children. Um, my best friend is a manifestor. I also have had over the series of uh, running my coaching business, as several of my clients were manifestors. And I found that a, a vast number of people in my audience were attracted to me because I was a manifestor. And they were manifestors even even before any of us knew it. So I do experience a lot of manifestor energy, right? I do sort of have this like radar or this magnetism for other manifestors. And I do recognize that that is very unusual. What it's provided me with is a lot of wisdom and a lot of insight into really how we navigate being in relationships or connection with other manifestors. How do we do it? So let's dig into that because <laughs> a lot of people ask me about this and I really want to give you guys some great take-home stuff for it. So firstly, if you're struggling to identify other manifestors in your life, I want you to look for a few key things. What we're identifying here is really this external experience of what it's like to receive manifestor energy rather than give manifestor energy. We all know what it feels like being in our own aura. We all know what it feels like to have our inner voice, to feel our energy cycles, to not want to inform, to really just want to experience like quietness and freedom and space. But what does it feel like to be on the receiving end of manifested energy? Because let's remember that when you are on the outside of somebody else's manifested energy, then you are on the outside of their closed aura. You are on the outside of their closed aura. And what this means is you are going to experience their manifest energy like other people experience it. What you're going to notice is that you will sense this person's energy before they walk, walk into the room. You will notice them completely unconsciously without even knowing how you've noticed them or why you've noticed them. You just notice that person. They don't need to do anything to be noticed. You simply notice them. But then we begin to experience the repelling or the magnetizing of that aura. You may very well be instantly repelled by another manifestor's energy. I certainly many, many times have been repelled by another manifestor's energy because it just doesn't sit right with me. I just, I can't articulated. I can't put my finger on it. It just doesn't feel correct. It doesn't feel like I really want to be around that energy. It feels kind of invasive. It feels kind of intrusive. It feels kind of off and I'm repelled and I want to get out of their space. I want to get out of their energy. You're going to experience that with some other manifestors. You're just going to dislike them without really understanding why you dislike them. Alternatively though, you're going to be magnetized to their energy the same way that people are magnetized to you. So you're going to experience this sense of like 
wow, this person is inspiring. Wow, I want to be up in their space. Like I want to be in friendship with them. I want to talk to them. I want to follow them. I want to go wherever they go. I experience this on a pretty high volume because I run a business for other manifestors. And so I I do, again, very uniquely and very unusually, experiencing a lot of manifestors who are unconsciously magnetized to me. And even though I'm not doing anything, I'm, you know, I'm not selling anything, I'm not saying anything particularly wise, they're really inspired. They just, they just want to be around me. They just want to be in my energy. They just feel really, really kind of lit up and really, really influenced by my energy. You're going to feel like that around some manifestors. You're going to be magnetized to them. So this is your first point. Who in your life do you notice without them talking or without them doing anything? Whose energy do you notice without them really doing anything to be noticed? And then are you repelled by someone or magnetized to someone? Is there something in someone's energy that you just like, "Mm, no way, want to be out of that or like, oh, damn, I just love that person and whatever they do, I just want to be up in their space, right? That's your first clue that you've got a manifester happening around you. We don't always see manifestors initiating, right? Even though that's really our strategy here, like that's our role in the collective is that we came to initiate new things. We don't always see other manifestors doing that because to be a manifestor initiating, we need to be in alignment. And quite frankly, a lot of manifestors are not in alignment because we don't know how. We don't have examples to teach us. We don't have, you know, teachers to guide us. Again, that's one of the most significant reasons that I created this business because I feel that manifestors need that teaching and need that guidance. So you're not necessarily going to be able to tell a manifestor in your life by whether they're initiating new things or creating new things or, you know, really kind of being that trailblazer or that visionary or that edge of the collective. You may experience that. They may be in alignment or you may not experience that. They may not be in alignment. One thing that you're definitely going to experience, though, with a manifester in your life is feeling the wrath of their anger (laughs) when they are out of alignment, feeling the wrath of that manifester anger when they are out of alignment. If you have a person in your life who is prone to having angry outbursts or having angry tantrums or really just being like a volcano when they are annoyed about something or when they're interrupted or when things are not going their way, chances are you've got yourself a manifester, honey. They might be a manifesting generator. There's definitely nuance and space for that. But if it's very, very classic anger, you have got yourself a manifester. And before I even identified the human design types of everybody in my family, I knew that my father was going to be a manifester because I experienced his anger so keenly and so frequently as a child that I already knew. I already knew that he was going to be a manifester. I personally feel like you can intuitively understand anybody's human design type based on their not-self theme. (laughs) And in manifestors, we see that super clearly. So, understanding that you might be kind of experiencing really like the the downside of being a manifester. You might be experiencing a manifester in your life simply by them constantly being in anger and, and them constantly being out of alignment and in their not-self theme. 
That's, that's important because, yes, it can help you identify them, but this is where we start to move into, okay, well, how do we understand manifestors then? How do we relate to people, manifestor to manifestor? Firstly, we do need to be a bit observational. This is definitely my sixth line coming out. Everybody observe, develop wisdom by observing. But we do need to be observational of other manifestors, right? We need to observe and understand, are they in alignment? Are they really feeling this kind of like bravery and this energy in initiating? Are they listening to their inner voice? Are they trusting themselves or are they out of alignment? Are they feeling constantly angry or resentful? Are they people-pleasing or are they being rebellious? These things are going to indicate to you how you respond to and engage with that manifesto. I personally have created a boundary for myself that if a manifesto is out of alignment, I am not going to engage in their space. I am not going to engage in their energy. Because manifesto energy is so big and it's so potent and it's so powerful that even as a manifesto myself, if they are out of alignment, I'm still receiving all of that energy. Particularly because I have an undefined emotional center, I'm receiving all of their anger and and I'm cranking the volume up to 200 and it feels like tiring emotional chaos to me. So these are the boundaries that I have put in place for myself. I'd encourage you to think about that and and review that in your own life if you come across a manifesto who is out of alignment. Just because we are manifestors ourselves does not mean that we have an obligation or a responsibility to tolerate or participate in the energy of a manifestor who is out of alignment. A manifestor who is in alignment is going to be really expansive for you. A manifesto who is in alignment is going to be really inspiring and really influential and really challenging in the best ways for you. They are going to make you feel like you can dream, like you can feel, like you can expand the way that you create, the way that you initiate, that you can go bigger, you can go further, you can be bolder, you can trust yourself more, you can let go of those doubts. So getting around into the space of manifestors who are in alignment is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. Because even though you make your own rules and even though you're going to follow your own initiations and do things the way that you want to do, they're really going to act as a catalyst for you. They're really going to act as a natural energetic expander simply by them being in alignment and doing what they're doing. Here's tip number two that I want you to take home about understanding other manifestors in your life. It's really, really important for us to understand, and I feel like I say important a lot, but there's a lot about manifestors that is important, so I'm going to keep using the word important, but it's really important for us to understand that manifestors very uniquely out of all of the energy types are very, very different even to each other. The chance of you meeting a manifestor that is just like you is so slim Because manifestor to manifestor to manifestor, we're looking at a completely different types of people. A a lot of my manifestor friends are very different to me. My manifestor child is very different to me. My manifestor father is very different to me. My manifestor staff members, and yes, I have two staff members that are manifestors. They're very, very different to me. The manifestors that I come across in my audience are all incredibly different to me. This is the delight and the beauty of manifestors is that we're not just different from everybody else. We're also different to each other. 
No manifester is replicated. And, and we don't see that in other energy types. We see a lot more similarities between each other in other energy types. We see projectors that really kind of operate very similarly, generators who operate very similarly, but manifestors, you could put five manifestors next to each other and everybody would have completely different cycles, completely different ways of initiating, completely different personality traits, completely different informing styles and expressions. We're all so different. So instead of approaching those manifestors in your life, trying to find ways that you are the same, begin approaching these manifestors in your life by recognizing and celebrating all the ways that you are different. There is a beautiful manifester that I am close with. We work closely together. You might know her from the Aura Market. Her name is Rubina. She runs several businesses, actually three different businesses, and the Aura Market is her human design business. Now, Rubina and I are both splenic manifestors. In fact, our charts are incredibly similar. I think we have one energy center variance and the rest of it is almost identical. However, Rubina is a 2-4 manifester and I am a 4-6 manifester, which means she needs introverted time that I don't need. She also kind of disconnects from the world to experience her own space, whereas I connect with the world to experience my own space. She also creates things that are physical conceptualizations of her creativity. She sells physical products. She creates designs and sells physical products. That's because of her two-line I am all about relational connection and teaching and wisdom and leadership. So I create services that allow me to share that teaching and to share that wisdom and to make those networked connections with people. So you see, we operate very, very differently, even though we are probably 95% exactly the same. We can celebrate each other. We can experience joy and delight with each other for all of the ways that we are different. And we can really use it as this space of, I love myself even more for how different I am from you. And I love you even more for how different you are from me. We can both be expanders to each other. So taking this understanding for these other manifestors in your life is going to be powerful, Manny. It's going to shift some stuff for you. You don't need to be the same as everyone else and everyone else doesn't need to be the same as you, even if they are a manifester. Now, one final little thing before we go is I have to bring up the technique and the strategy of informing. In relationships with other manifestors, we are not demanding that they inform us, right? Remember that informing really is just about helping people see into our closed aura. This is a gift that we give to other people and it's hard and it's uncomfortable for manifestors to do this. So if you have a manifestor in your life who is struggling with informing, you can gift them by informing them. Tell them what you are thinking, what you are feeling, what you are dreaming, what you are sensing, what you are desiring. By being this example of informing, you're really giving them permission and safety and comfort in also informing. But additionally, when they inform you, you need to respond and keep them in the loop. If they have said, hey, I'm like initiating this new thing and I feel really nervous about it, what do you think? You need to respond right? Because that's that's the gift that you're giving from outside their aura back to them. 
is that you're giving them this reflection. You're giving them this um, understanding and identification of the impact that they are having by informing. You all know that as manifestors yourselves, when somebody keeps you in the loop, when somebody responds to you and you inform, it just feels so light and it feels so easy and it feels so nice. It's like, oh my goodness, I've been heard. People understand me. Now I feel a sense of freedom. I can go and carry on and do whatever it is that I was going to do. So in a relationship or a friendship or connection with another manifestor, you need to be doing that for them. Or at the very least, you need to be responding to them and saying, hey, I'm tired. I don't want to talk. I'm going to respond to this later. Okay. (laughs) All right. That is it from me for this podcast about understanding other manifestors. I hope this has been helpful. I know that this will speak to some people really profoundly because you've got a lot of manifestors around you and to other people, it's probably going to be a little bit like, "Mm, I don't really have other manifestors around me. So I don't know how important this is. That's cool. Take from this what you need. I would so appreciate you sharing this on social media and tagging me at the Holly Marie. And of course, letting me know how this has impacted you, letting me know how my informing has impacted you and influenced you. Thank you so much for listening along today. I will see you back here with another episode next week. But until then, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.